ultimately building layer failed. And uh, if that hadn't happened, again, uh, Awesome Inky wouldn't exist. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Awesome Inc.'s podcast, where we highlight people pursuing their definition of, you guessed it, awesome. So buckle up and get ready for some more success story adventures and failures from Kentucky's tech and entrepreneur community. Hey guys, welcome to the Awesome Inc. podcast. I am, I'm ecstatic. It is really early in the morning. Nick and I, we pulled an all-nighter after saving the world. And by the way, I'm with Nick Such, one of the Awesome Inc. co-founders, man of many talents, international man of mystery, some may say. And we're going to be talking about Awesome Inc.'s coding programs, all of our various initiatives, and we're going to get some of the backstory. And I'm really excited because we just kicked off one of our boot camp cohorts, and Nick's going to talk about that. But we're going to do a couple episodes diving into the why, how, the what of all we do with teaching people how to be software developers and transition from whatever they were doing to a new career. And uh, that's just a little recap. So Nick would love to know a little bit about you and what you do before we dive into some of the uh, the origin story. Cool. Well, thanks, Garrett. Um, yeah, really excited to, to finally get to reflect on this story. I think uh, it's it's something I haven't really taken the time to, to look at as we've been building Awesome Make You. Um, and I think there are a lot of um, a lot of parts to the history um, of this that we couldn't have planned out if we had had said back in 2013, oh, this is how we think it should go. It, it didn't go that way, um, but we're pretty happy about where it's where it's ended up and uh, and where we're heading next. So. Uh, yeah, a little bit of the the history on Awesome Inc. U. So Awesome Inc. We got started in 2009, uh, and Awesome Inc. U. wasn't really born until 2013. Um, and so I can start with a few of the things that happened in that in that four year time period um, that led to Awesome Inc. U. Um, and I, I think one of the one of the biggest things is that it really uh, was born out of failure. Um, and so there were some things that didn't work. There were some plans that we had. Uh, and because those failed, it opened up an opportunity and, uh, and gave us a perspective to be able to start, um, doing these technology training courses. So, uh, a little bit of my history, you, uh, you called me an international man of mystery. I'm not sure there's a whole lot that mysterious about me. Um, but I, I am an international race car driver. Um, and, and that's important. Uh, it's also a little humorous. The, the car I drove was, uh, UK's solar powered car. I was on the solar car team as a uh, mechanical engineering student at UK. And that goes a little bit into the origin um, because that was my opportunity uh, to go from mechanical engineering um, where I'm making, you know, wheels and gears and things that that turn. Uh, it was my opportunity to spend a lot of time with programmers. And so this was an interdisciplinary team. Uh, uh, we built a car. It goes really slow. That's the joke about it. I, you know, I did drive a car uh, between the U.S. and Canada, so we crossed an international border uh, at 35 miles an hour. So, um, but in in doing that, I got to work with this cross disciplinary team, and that I think was really when um, I got really excited about computer programming and and the opportunities out there. A lot of the cool things that uh, I could do as a mechanical engineer were actually things that were done with code. Really? Yeah. Um, and so that was a, um, a bit of how I got, I got into that. I also had a little bit of a background. Um, I, I learned 
uh, a little bit of web development in elementary school. So this is early days of the internet. We're talking uh, mid-90s, probably 94, 95. Uh, got to write some code, uh, some HTML for the first time in, in third or fourth grade with Netscape Navigator. Um, and uh, and that, was a, that was a pretty magical experience. Um, uh, after that, I didn't really touch that for a little while. Uh, came back to it in, in high school. Um, and a lot of these are, are stories. Um, uh, in high school, I was on the, the high school football team. Um, but if you've met me in person, you'd, you'd see that's kind of a laughable proposition. Um, but what that did give me was a, was a bit of a perspective. And so I got to, uh, before a lot of things that were on the internet, I got to um, put my high school football team uh, stats and uh, video highlights and photos um, on the web and and for me, that was just another chance to kind of see that power of, um, of, of software, of the internet, of what you could do with just, just a small amount of knowledge. Um, so, so fast forward to 2009, um, we were launching Awesome Inc. Um, I had, had met Luke and Brian about six months before we opened the doors here. Um, and, and their pitch to me was, Hey, come join us as a, as a co-founder and, um, we, we want this piece of Awesome Inc. to be uh, called Awesome Labs. We want that to be the technology piece of Awesome Inc. We don't know what that means yet, um, but we want you to, to come start it based on, you know, you've done some, some programming in the past. You've uh, run the solar car team at, at UK. Uh, we think it's, it's kind of in that area, but we don't know what it is yet. And so Awesome Labs, um, out of that, ended up growing a, um, a little bit of a, of a startup um, uh, of our own. So in addition to helping other, other companies get started as we do at Awesome Inc., we actually started our own company. Uh, it was called Awesome Touch. We had to put the name awesome in everything. Yeah, um, we, we really do put the name in everything. Yeah. And so that Awesome Touch project, actually, uh, I got to use some of the connections I had from UK's College of Engineering and the solar car team um, to, to pitch that as a UK computer science program capstone project okay and so uh, engineering students in order to graduate one of the last classes they take are these capstone classes and we worked with an electrical engineering class uh, some students from that who built uh, this touchscreen hardware we built large format touchscreens so um, 50 inch uh, uh, tvs basically that we turned into touchscreens this was before the ipad so Touchscreens were new. It was kind of a, a big hype thing, and there wasn't a whole lot of commercial availability yet. I mean, the first iPhone came out in 2008 or 9? 2007. 2007, okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, while, I, yeah, while I was a student, I, re I remember, I think, listening to NPR when they talked about the announcement Breaking for news. that. Yeah. And so we got to kind of build in this environment where a lot of these things were, um, were new. Um, but the other, the other group of students we worked with was a group of computer science students, and um, they built software and, and found platforms to build it on. There wasn't an app store um, to build on um, for, for the hardware that we were using. And so um, we got to, to take, um, uh, basically pr propose this project and mentor these students. Um, and they built some real software and it was pretty cool. Uh, we eventually built out some, uh, some mapping software that was used um, at several locations around Lexington, uh, the, the Hilton was one of our more notable locations. So you could have a, a map of downtown Lexington um, and find out all the points of interest uh, from this giant touchscreen in their lobby. 
And it was it was through that experience that we ended up starting a uh, found about some opportunities related to healthcare, and ended up starting a kind of a spinoff of that called Building Layer. And uh, if Building Layer had succeeded, we wouldn't be sitting here having this this conversation today. Uh, so we took Building Layer through a, a startup accelerator program up in uh, Providence, Rhode Island, called Beta Spring, um, and a great great startup community there had had a lot of great help. Um, but you know, ultimately, uh, a mix of us not being great at enterprise sales and the the very long cycles of healthcare organizations, um, and uh, we, you know, uh, I think being a little early to that market uh, of indoor navigation, ultimately, building layer failed. And uh, if that hadn't happened, again, uh, awesome you wouldn't exist. What what happened though in that in that failure is I got to work um, with with two. Um, great software engineers, John Kiffmeyer and Nolan Lancaster, um, who were co-founders with Brian and I in, in Building Layer. And uh, we, as we were coming off of uh, Building Layer and looking at what to do next, um, we realized that some of the technologies that we had learned how to use in that company were things that were in high demand um, by startups um, and by um, even folks who were, who were already software engineers who needed to learn some new skills. And so when we came back to Lexington um, around 2013, we decided to start putting together these courses. And a few other events um, came into play that made all this possible. And, and I told you, hey, this was not a, a straight path. This was not, you know, we wrote down this plan and everything happened as we, as we expected. Um, one of the big things that happened um, before um, before we started these courses was a uh, series of mobile technology conferences called MobileX. And uh, this was in the early days of Awesome Inc. Uh, we thought, you know, our, our plan was we were going to be a startup accelerator program uh, focused on, on mobile technology. So again, iPhone comes out in 2007. I think it was 2008 or 2009 when the App Store first came out. And this was a big deal because... Um, before that, to get your app onto a, onto a phone platform, you had to be called what, what was called on deck. Um, so unless you had a deal with the carrier or the phone manufacturer to have your app already installed on the phone, it was it was pretty hard to break through. Yeah, I mean, I'm even thinking about when my dad had a couple of Blackberries or the the sliding touchscreen phone with a stylus, oh, yeah. and they had what like some version of like a brick game mm -hmm. or you know a couple like native you know, on deck apps you're talking about and yeah. then what email and Skype or whatever. So like things have just changed and innovated so quickly. Yeah. I, I was a big Palm Pilot guy in high Palm school, Pilot. which, you know, That's made me, what it was. you made me so cool. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was the coolest guy for sure. Um, so, uh, so with, with that, with mobile X, um, Justin Rainey, um, one of the co-founders of, of Apex software lead mobile developer there. Um, He'd gotten in really early, so as soon as the app store, um, you know, opened up, he was he was in there building iOS apps, and like no one knew how to do that. That was a totally a brand new thing. So as part of the Mobile X conference, Justin um, ran a, a track in there um, where he taught these one day iOS app workshops, and it was it was hugely popular. We did this in several cities around the Midwest. Um, you know, people people loved that, and it was a big turning point. Um, you know, helping new developers or, or very experienced software developers break into this this new area. And so when we got started with Awesome U, we kind of had that as a foundation. And one of our first courses was Justin Ringy, uh, 
uh, this time outside of a MobileX conference, but doing one day um, iOS workshops. And, and that, um, that was really how we existed for the first year was doing these, these one day workshops um, in iOS, in, in uh, website development, some basic HTML, CSS. Um, we worked with, uh, with John Meister and the Super Soul team on some game development workshops. Um, and another event that happened around this time um, where we went from, you know, testing the, the waters and uh, with these, with these one-day workshops was um, Lexmark is a, is a large employer in town. Um, and, and they've had, um, periods of, of, of success and, you know, and not so great runs, but this happened to be a, a time where they had some layoffs and, um, being such a, such a large employer, um, Commerce Lexington worked with some of the folks from, um, from Lexmark to, to find, you know, uh, softer landing places for some of those, um, employees who'd been laid off. And, and there were a lot of really talented folks, you know, Lexmark has attracted, a lot of really smart people and, and different disciplines from from all around the world, um, but it was at it was at this event that Commerce Lexington put together actually where we launched um, both uh, Awesome Inc. U and what became the Awesome Fellowship. Um, and with many of our startup stories, it started with um, hopping on the web and buying some new domain names. So that was when we uh, before that that event was when we bought uh, awesomeincx.com and awesomeincu.com. Uh, X for experience and U for university. And that was really, I, I think if we, you know, put when did we officially start? It was, it was that event. Um, yeah. So that's what, you know, kind of makes it official. Once you have a domain name, you know, you've, you've hung your shingle. It's, it's real. Um, so moving on from there, um, we, we spent the first year or so um, doing these, these one day courses. Uh, it was a great way to, to test the waters, to figure out what we wanted to do. It's a horrible business model. Uh, you do all this marketing, uh, it, you know, it takes a, a month or so to fill up 20 seats in a class, but then you've only got folks there for, for half a day. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the revenue that comes out of that and really the depth of their, their learning, the, the transformation you're able to do, um, is pretty small in, in just half a day. Um, so from there, we, uh, we, we kind of looked at, okay, what should be, what should be next? And the thing we had set our eyes on around this time, uh, a program called Dev Bootcamp had, uh, had been founded. Um, and I think their, their original location was in Chicago. And um, Chicago has a pretty, uh, pretty strong um, developer community, uh, a couple of large web application frameworks the, the founders came out of there. Um, and one being David Heinemeyer Hansen and the Ruby on Rails community. So that's uh, what um, Dev Bootcamp ended up kind of being built around was, hey, we're going to help people. Um, and I think the original program was about eight weeks, help people go from zero to Rails developer in, in such a short amount of time. And it, it really took off. And so this was something that we had on our, on our radar um, as we had watched startup accelerator programs like Techstars and, and Y Combinator grow around the country on the entrepreneurship side of the house. Mm -hmm. um, we looked for inspiration um, to programs like Dev Bootcamp for what we were doing. But in 2013, we were not ready for that. Lexington was not ready for that yet. Um, so we kept that as, as kind of our goal. And uh, it really took until 2016 for us to, to launch our very first bootcamp program. Okay. So why the name bootcamp? Um, I've always been curious of that. Yeah. So uh, I, I think the name uh, Web Developer Bootcamp 
took inspiration. I think there are some fitness boot camps. And the idea is in this accelerated um, period of time. Um, I, I think a lot of the fitness ones are, are about a month. Okay. Um, that you can make a, a big transformation because it's a, it's a small enough amount of time to make that commitment. But it's a long enough amount of time that you can see a meaningful change. And those programs, of course, took their um, took their naming uh, from you know military boot camps um, from folks who were are going through basic training. So you're helping people get mentally shredded. You know, I, I think that's one of the biggest things. If you talk to our students now, um, is you know this is it, it really is this intensive transformation. And um, we've had a few service members who've who've gone through our program, and that's something I'm kind of sensitive about. You know, I'm I don't have a military background, and so if I'm if I'm using this you know this this word to describe our program, is it accurate? And, uh, and they've told us, yeah, no, it was, that's cool. It was That's every really bit cool. as intense, at least, you know, for my brain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the legs and everything else other than your fingers and your eyeballs. Yeah. So that's really good. Well, Nick, thanks again for giving us some of that, that founding backstory and, and how we got from 2009, you know, coach Kyle shout out to the squiggly lines that led us here today. So I know we've talked a bit about the, the, the backstory, your experience, mobile X one day workshops. Why did you guys decide to stick with teaching people software development, how to become programmers. So I, I think one of the big reasons that we decided to stick with uh, teaching folks technology, um, a little bit of that came out of uh, some one of the desires or one of the experiences I had while I was on the solar car team at UK. Uh, so we had a big challenge to work with a team of about uh, 40 students. And uh, our, our main task was to design and build and race the solar powered car. But one of the kind of side missions that we saw as as really important um, was to teach people about what we were doing. And uh, so we went to lots of um, different STEM fairs and and schools uh, and uh, in other events like that and taught people about what we were doing, about how the the science, the engineering and the technology behind making that car really worked. And we saw that as an important um, piece of our mission to teach other people. And, and that was something I really enjoyed about the team. I was an okay engineer, um, but, but that part, getting to, to explain to someone how, um, how energy works, how, how photovoltaic cells um, you know, can, can convert light into electricity, um, those were really special moments for me. And I love that aha moment when someone else um, got to understand something. And so... This was something I always thought, you know, at the end of my career, I'm going to go back and teach and it's going to be um, it's going to be a lot of fun, be very fulfilling and rewarding. And thanks to the, you know, the failure of a startup, I had that opportunity sooner. Yeah, um, rather than later. Super cool. And uh, and then the second piece being there was just incredible demand for it. Um, people wanted to learn these skills. And um, once they were able to learn these skills, it opened up a lot of doors for them. And so for us. You know, it, it was something we enjoyed, something, you know, that, that people needed. Um, and there was at least, you know, enough um, enough revenue in it to to let us do it. So very nice. Nick, what would you say is a hurdle that your your team has overcome with building a program that has pivoted from one day workshops to now we teach people in a couple of weeks, actually a couple of months, how to have an entirely new skill set? Or is there something that the team is still overcoming? Yeah, so I guess I can speak a little bit um, more on what we do now. So the the Web Developer Bootcamp program is is one of several courses we offer um, with Awesome Inc. U, 
Um, we do youth courses, uh, a lot of really fun stuff um, there. And it, it's amazing to see what what kids can can pick up. We do a lot of work with middle and, and high school kids. Um, we do we still do some smaller courses. So we have an intro to web development and intro to design, um, which are eight or nine week evening courses and um, and and really do help people kind of get that that taste and see, hey, is this something that I want to go deeper in? Um, and then our, our premier course, though, is our web developer boot camp. Um, so it's a, a 16 week uh, career transformation course. And the folks who come into this are people who don't have a background uh, typically in software development. So they come from a variety of different uh, life experiences, um, different ages. So we've got uh, students now in, in their late teens up in, into their 40s and 50s. Um, and I think this kind of gets at one of the biggest hurdles we have is um, proving to people kind of the, the value of this short term training um, and the ability of the folks who go through it to really be able to do the job um, of an entry level software engineer. And that was that was a much harder thing in 2016. So when we were first getting started, we had heard of Dev Bootcamp, but that's what we had our eyes on. Um, employers in Central Kentucky had not. And so this idea that in in 16 weeks you could help someone go um, from being you know an accountant or a graphic designer, and then they would be ready to be a, a software developer that you could hire at the end of that. Um, that was a, a bit of a leap for for employers to latch onto when they were used to hiring people with a, a four-year computer science degree. And one of the things that happened is, you know, we're, we are not the only boot camp in the world. So there are, uh, at this point, I think over 100 boot camps around the U.S. Um, since 2020, most of them have moved to online, but we really like that, that in-person experience. And I think that's one of the things that's helped us to overcome that hurdle is we really get to spend uh, about three months with our students um, and it's, it's this immersive experience that ends up feeling a lot like a, a soft working on a software engineering team. And I, I think that's been one of the biggest ways that we've, um, overcome it is to, is to look at this, not just as an academic exercise, but more like on the job training. And so when our alumni get into a, an interview scenario, um, they, they can talk the talk. Um, they're ready to jump in day one because really they've, it's not day one for them. Um, and I think the second thing I would give credit to is our alumni network. Um, so we had a, a few folks in that in that very first program um, who trusted us a, a lot and have gone off and have been very successful in their careers. Um, so uh, Jason Mize is is one of those folks. Um, Kelly Wright, uh, who works for APAC Software and has her own startup now, uh, and and Gary Deech, who's started his own business and and been in um, in several different startups. Uh, and even teaches with us in the intro to web. Uh, that that very first class, they were the trailblazers. You know, they they took the leap with us. Um, but now that they've gone off and been successful, and, and now we have a hundred alumni um, out there uh, working, that's that's been a really big help because a lot of employers, once they've hired one person out of the boot camp, um, they they start to see the value. And really, this is a person mid career who just happens to be new to technology. And um, and so these are folks who are already uh, great team members. They know how to work hard. They know how to get along with with people. Uh, and we just you know help them to gain just enough technology skills to get in the door. And they are ready to keep learning on the job. They're they're just so hungry. So um, well, yeah, our our students are are definitely um, what's helped us overcome that hurdle. 
Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Awesomings Podcast. And another quick thank you to Lee Rosevear and a few members from our community who provide the music that you hear in this show. Lastly, give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Or even better, come on down to our space. Come be a part of our community and get plugged in. And let's start something awesome together. You guys rock. We'll see you next time.